0: thank you so much feel like a million dollars shout out tmz Up. let
1: me check out that rig tmz stands for the mayweather zone how'd you
0: find me bro i got my disguise
1: i love my tmz family welcome to tmz sports i'm mike babcock with my man as always mojo mutati mojo one of the greatest football players that we have ever seen is not, I repeat, not broke. Yep, we're talking about that man right there, the former NFL MVP, future Hall of Fame running back, Adrian Peterson. Now, Mojo, this was a big story yesterday. All of a sudden, Twitter X was talking. Adrian Peterson actually was selling what you would imagine were some of his most prized possessions. Well, turns out. He says he never gave anyone permission to sell these invaluable items. Actually made a video addressing his fans who were very confused, thinking that Adrian was in some sort of financial trouble because he would be selling these things that would matter so much to him. Made a video speaking directly to his fans. Watch this.
0: I want to clarify our recent rumors and media reports and a state sale company without my authorization included some of my trophies in the sale, despite clear instructions to leave personal items untouched. I did not authorize the sale of any of my trophies, and I will be taking legal action. Trusting this company without supervision was my mistake. We allowed them to go into several of our storage units with clear instructions. They clearly did something unlawful. I want to emphasize that I am financially financially stable. It would never sell off my hard-earned trophies. And if I was going to sell them, I know people that I can sell them to. I wouldn't go online and sell my, my, my personal items uh, randomly. So let that sink
1: in. So, Mojo, last night I spoke with Denise White, who is Adrian Peterson's rep, and they essentially, or she essentially said, Denise did, that he was a football player. He played for different teams across the country. He's got different storage lockers. He hired a company named Tex Max to go through this locker and to sell some items, clothing, furniture, things like that, Mojo. But never, ever did Adrian Peterson or anybody else, according to Denise, give this company permission to sell his 2012 MVP trophy, his 2007 Rookie of the Year trophy. I mean, these are obviously things that are very valuable and very important sentimentally to Adrian Peterson.
0: What a story, what a statement. Uh, You can tell there was genuine irritation and frustration there. I mean... What is going on? How did we even get to this point? Why can't he just get his stuff back now that this situation's been rectified? I mean, what is stopping him from doing that? The answer is clearly a lawsuit. That is what's happening. Obviously, if you're threatening someone with a lawsuit, they are unwilling to give you back your own stuff. So this situation Kind of sucks. I'm assuming this is legit. I believe Adrian Peterson when he's reading this. I don't think he's broken. I don't think he needed to list this stuff this way. So I would be extremely upset that it's coming down to this. I mean, obviously, if there's a lawsuit at hand, there's a risk that he may never see these things ever again, especially if he loses Uh, this lawsuit. This is an absolute disaster. What is going on? No, it's crazy,
1: Mojo. And I'll say this, as we're sitting here taping Thursday afternoon, these items are still on this company's website. So despite the fact that Adrian clearly has, he's made it obvious now, he does not want these things sold. They are still up, seemingly still for sale. Denise White, also told me that they have made a bunch of phone calls to the company and they have not gotten a response back. So Adrian, Adrian's wife, they're calling, they're essentially blowing up this company, according to Denise, and and the phone calls are not being returned. Obviously gives off a bit of a shady vibe. We will see what happened, Mojo. It's gonna be interesting to see what sort of contract, if there was an agreement that Adrian signed. Um, it's a story worth watching. Clearly, he wants these invaluable items back, and not sold. Let's see what happens. Every.
2: TMZ investigates pop culture's biggest stories. Taylor and Travis are clearly in love. And Fox Monday.
0: She's living her own Hallmark
2: movie. Dive into the relationship the world can't stop talking about.
0: They have zero
1: privacy. As TMZ reveals all. TMZ investigates Taylor and Travis. Monday at 9, 8 central on Fox. Well, Jay, you heard it right there. Let's move on to the biggest couple in all of sports and entertainment. I mean, really, the biggest couple in the world right now. Taylor and Travis, uh, we, uh, as you saw right there, we've got this TMZ Investigates show coming out on Fox Network on Monday, separate of our daily shows. And it's a fascinating look at the ins and outs of this relationship that has really, it's been like nothing else that we've seen before, Mojo. And along that same vein, I think it's very appropriate now that we ask, where in the world is Taylor and Travis. I know, Mojo, you talked about this yesterday. Uh, Trav was on his way over, was on the PJ, headed to Australia. Well, he has landed, Mojo, and what do you know? They went to the zoo uh, a couple hours after Travis got into the country. Taylor, who actually went to the zoo yesterday, Mojo, she goes back 24 hours later to the Sydney Zoo. They have a romantic date together, looking at all the animals. Look like a sweet time.
0: But Babcock, they're going back to the same place
1: twice? She, so he wasn't there with her the first time, Mojo, but yes, for Taylor, she went back, back to back. What is going on here?
0: We need to get a tour guide or a travel agent. We need somebody to come <laughs> on the show and tell them where to go because this is getting absurd. Taylor Swift doesn't go to the same place twice, nor does she wear the same outfit twice. <laughs> when you're an A-lister, These are the kind of things uh, that you have to do to dictate your life. Either maybe she's just like a big animal lover or something. Maybe she loved the koala bears or the kangaroos or something. I'm not sure what's going on. Or maybe it's Travis's fault making her go back to the same place for being mad at her for going without him. I don't know what the situation is. I love the zoo. I love going to new zoos. I don't know about going to the same zoo twice
1: in consecutive days. You know what I think it was, Mojo? I think there might have been some sort of coupon or something where if you go back if you go back, <laughs> She
0: really needed to save 15% on her $18 <laughs> ticket. That you're right, you're on to it. Hey, Super Bowl was expensive, bro.
1: When TMC Sports returns, a Major League Baseball star calls it a career. Former World Series champion Eric Hosmer joins us to talk about life after the diamond and the crazy contracts being thrown around like the 700 million one given to Shohei Ohtani. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, and Walmart, and even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. So download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Ragutin. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike Babcock here. There was big news in the baseball world yesterday. It's got nothing to do with spring training. This man right here after a tremendous 13 season career, accomplished everything, all stars, World Series championships. Eric Hosmer is uh, hanging up the cleats. Not going away entirely though, actually starting a media company. Eric, how are you brother? Congratulations. And uh, I guess how are you feeling now as a retired man?
2: I appreciate that. I'm, uh, I'm definitely feeling it a little more. You know, this is the time of year where I'd be heading out to Arizona, and putting the cleats on, like you said. But, uh, you know, I'm going to miss being around those guys, being in the locker room and all that type of stuff. But uh, definitely going to still try and stay connected to the game any way I can. So, um, you know, this new chapter of my life is going to be exciting and I'm excited to get it going.
1: Yeah, uh gonna hit on that in a second. talk to me though first, Eric, about the decision. Obviously, still only thirty-four years old. I'm I'm sure uh certainly could go out there and, and play a few more seasons. What made you say now's the time, uh time to walk away?
2: Yeah, a lot went into it, obviously, a lot of thought. And uh I had a lot of time too. You know, I got released from Chicago last year around the end of May, early June. So really took the rest of that season to Just kind of you know decompress after a crazy last couple years of you know getting traded moving from city to city um my wife casey and i had our baby jack so you know that was a a crazy hectic time for us and uh really just took that time to to clear my head mentally and just kind of enjoy some downtime with the family and then as we got closer to this year um you know just you know the, the way uh your body is and how you perform and how you prepare for games you know you get a little older and your body just can't handle the same stuff uh, as it used to so i knew it was time for me to to step away and um you know like i said on the first episode of digging deep the podcast was uh if i'm not playing 150 to 160 games a year then i don't feel like i'm really bringing much value to the team and last thing i want to do is clog up one of these valuable roster
1: spots maybe retiring, not playing anymore, but that uh, doesn't mean that you're not going to keep busy because you have launched Moonball Media. It's a, uh, a multi-platform, multimedia company. And like you said, you've got your own podcast, uh, Digging Deep. What went into this, not just saying, hey, I'm going to go do a podcast, but I want to start my own media company. And, um, and so what are the plans for the future, Eric, as you go forward here now?
2: Yeah. So uh former teammate of mine, Anthony serratelli uh is my business partner in this and uh Seton Hall guy. So Seton hall, I'm yeah, where sure you guys? Seton hall. So
1: yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> like guys that. crossed
2: paths at some point. Um, you know, he's always uh been super creative. He used to make, you know, funny team videos and meetings to to get everybody going, to get it to keep it light throughout a long grueling season. And his career ended in 2015 and he became um he started working on the service side of the production and and all this on the content world and really decided uh you know that he wanted to own some of this uh this, some of this content so we teamed up and i feel like i got a lot of um you know cool stories to share um you know i've seen the game from a unique perspective so we just want to bring this to light and we want to help we want to you know do whatever we can to reach uh you know the fans of baseball the fans of sports so we got all different type of things, you know. We got the fast channels working. We got the long form docu series type deals, wow. and uh, and then we're gonna have the digging deep podcast, which is something that I'm really gonna hone in on, and I'm excited to get it going.
1: Sounds awesome. I got two quick ones for you before I let you go. What do you what do you make of the Otani contract? Uh, as a guy who uh, once got a, a a heck of a big contract yourself, I mean, it's the 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 amount is just it's it's mind blowing what's the advice to somebody who signs a a a deal that's worth you know three quarters of a billion dollars
2: man well you said mine was a big contract i wouldn't say big (laughs) compared to his Uh, it almost
1: feels small right
2: (laughs) it really it really really does you know and um you know he's as a player this guy is doing something that is unheard of you know the way that he's pitching one day bouncing back the next day dh in hitting 40 homers a year it's unbelievable so um you know you mix that in with then the way he's going to be marketed out there in la how many people are going to be watching how many people are going to be watching in japan all over the world um it's players like him that really if baseball if people think baseball is kind of uh trending in the wrong direction it's players like him that get it trending back in the right direction so for me, I'm all about it. Uh, I think he deserves every penny, maybe even a little more, um, <laughs> which is crazy to think of. But I'm going to be tuned in. And uh, you, know, you guys are working with a super team out there in LA. So yeah. I know everyone's going to be watching, that's for sure.
1: L- lastly, I-, I see a lot of people are talking about these new uh, uniforms. Have-, have you, as obviously somebody who still knows uh, a-, a ton of the guys who are currently playing, is that something that the players are talking about? You hear a lot of guys not loving the new uniforms.
2: Yeah, these guys aren't going to love it right now. I mean, I've definitely seen all the chatter. I've seen all that type of stuff. It's just for me, the lettering is so small on the last names, you know. And as a player, you get you get the autograph guys, whether it's kids or autograph fans coming up and and asking for jerseys for you to sign. And you see the game used jersey that just looks, you know, beautiful prestige and all that. And then you'll see one that kind of looks like uh, like it's a little bit of a knockoff and. Doesn't really look like it's officially game-worn. And, you know, those have that look a little bit to them right now, but there's no doubt in my mind that they'll get it right before opening day, and those guys are going to be looking like big leaguers come April 1, whatever the first game is.
1: Eric, congratulations on an absolutely incredible career. Congratulations on Moonball Media Digging Deep podcast. Uh, This sounds like really exciting stuff. We will all be tuning in, and I really thank you for your time, brother.
2: Likewise, man. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Hello, I've been at TMZ Sports since 2013. Back then, there was not a bigger star. There was nobody else we covered like Johnny Mandel. He was the guy. But if you follow Johnny's career, obviously he's drafted 22nd overall in 2014, only ends up playing a couple seasons in the NFL before he washes out of the league completely. Well, Johnny Manziel sat down with NFL Hall of Famer Shannon Sharp. Of course, Shannon's got his very popular podcast, Club Shay Shay. And Manziel, Johnny Football, talked about life and how tumultuous it was and really how dangerous things got for him, Mojo, once he was out of football in 2016. Watch this.
0: Makes sense why you see me so sporadic. And, like, I was 210 pounds when I left Cleveland. I was 170 pounds sitting in Vegas that August, that September, October, whatever it was, later you in that year, 40- how you lose forty pounds? You're on a strict diet, a blow. Oh, I was about to say only. You don't want either one of them. I mean, you lose forty pounds in that length of time, you on crack or Ozempic? <laughs>
1: I remember seeing pictures of him. Look, there he is, Mojo. That's Johnny to the right. I mean, he looked thin, rail thin, not like an NFL football player. That's.
0: Absurd, right? 40 pounds, my goodness, um, associated with just one drug. That is a legitimate problem. And think about the health implications that uh, go along with that. I mean, we're kind of lucky this dude's even living right now, right? I mean, that is a lifestyle that really started to snowball and, and escalate in a very, very traumatic way. Johnny Manziel is probably always going to be the poster boy for this kind of situation. When you think back on it, there are very few players that hit such highs and such lows immediately after one another. I mean, this is kind of going to be a guy that agents are going to be advising their clients uh, to not be like, to be, be careful of when you, when you make it and you start coming into to money and true notoriety and fame and, Uh, A story like that, man, I I
1: know it can be funny to laugh at, but it really isn't. No, yeah, I think it's a cautionary tale, Mojo. There was nobody that was bigger in college athletics than Johnny Manziel, a Heisman Trophy winner. I mean, Johnny was the guy. Goes first round, and you still see what happened to him. So I, I do think you're right. I think a lot of agents out there over the years have pointed to Johnny Manziel as as being the cautionary tale, a guy you don't want to replicate. And Johnny knows that, and he clearly knows he made mistakes. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, there is a big-time UFC fight going down this weekend. Yair Rodriguez is taking on Brian Ortega in Mexico City. Main event on the UFC card, and a lot of people, Mojo, believe this is for that number one contender spot. Now, of course, the number one contender would then face the champion. We know that, and we talked about this earlier in the week, that Ilya Teporia at UFC 298, he beat longtime champion Alex Volkanovski, took his belt. Well, Mojo, Yair met with the media couple days before his big-time fight with Brian, and he was asked about the new champ. And I think it's safe to say he ain't really a fan.
2: Well, what do you make of him in the division, sort of his personality, and is that someone you want to fight down the line? I would love to No, I don't want to fight him. I want to... him up. Yeah. There's a big difference on that, I Used to make that clear. And anywhere I see him, I'll... him up. And you're usually, like, super respectful with, with everyone. Um you... you person that you... <laughs> in the division? I don't... Him. yeah with that being said you win on saturday is the title shot next yeah i think that's that's what is up next for us any any of us whomever wins the titles next and, and just last question um a lot has been talked about maybe his first defense being in spain would you be willing to go to spain, yeah play? i'll find him in his backyard if he wants
1: mojo real quick i'll vouch for what that reporter uh said about uh yair I've talked to Yair a, a million times. The guy is really nice and very respectful. It's clear that he hates Ilya Oh, There he was actually showing me his abs. Look at that six pack. Looks like me.
0: I don't understand it. You said he wasn't a fan. No part of that uh, made me feel that way. I'm being kind of him. legit because the whole interview was bleeped out. So <laughs> I actually don't know at all what he said. So he could have said <laughs> nice things. I, I have no He's idea. like, I love
1: him. And we just bleeped it. Like, love, bleep. Yeah, he clearly hates him. (laughs) I mean, he's clearly
0: a nice guy. He showed you his abs and showed you how superior yours are to him. And he asked you for tips to get to your level. So that (laughs) makes me think he's a nice guy. I almost hate interviews like this just a little bit, Babcock. Not because I don't enjoy good trash talk. I love good trash talk. I'll always be here for it. You could be the worst fighter ever. As long as you're a good trash talker, you're okay in my book. But it almost makes me look past the fight that we have going on this weekend, which is going to be an incredible fight. It just makes me look towards that future one, maybe that title shot. It's almost like, let's just get through this weekend and, and get to the big one. Serves as a distraction for my point here. But, yeah, this this was great. I I loved every second of this. Yeah, he's probably not a fan.
1: Yeah, I think you're right, Mojo. And Yair, and as does Brian, both guys have their hands full because they are fighting badasses, like two of the best in the world. That's why we're talking about them being number one contenders. So we'll see what happens. That happens on Saturday, Mojo. Obviously, that's something we'll talk about as we go forward here. Uh, As for us, tomorrow's show going to be a great one because, Mojo, we have one of the best defensive players In the entire NFL, one of the best pass rushers, a four-time pro bowler, guy's got about every accolade you could have as a football player. Joey Bosa, Chargers superstar, going to join us tomorrow, Mojo. I'm really looking forward to that. It's gonna be a great show.
0: Yeah, Babcock, Joey Bosa is going to be incredible. Maybe we can get an Australia travel agent on the line for Travis and Taylor so they don't go to the zoo for the third (laughs) day in the row. But uh, both of those things together Should absolutely
1: make it the best show since today.